Thank you for joining us for the Five Questions in Five Minute podcast. On this edition, I'm very excited to have a friend, brother, companion on the journey, theologian, teacher, I believe often describes himself as wandering teacher, author, speaker, John Philip Newell. Thanks for agreeing to be on Five Questions in Five Minutes, good friend. Great to be with you, Brian. Thank you. Yeah, so let's uh, let's go ahead and get started. So the first question is, where did you grow up and something you'd love to do as a kid, or if you want to spice it up, something crazy you did as a kid, that would be great too. I was born in, in Canada. My father was uh, born in Ireland and my mother in Scotland, but they, they met and married in Canada, so that's where I and my sisters were born. And uh where I had my, my, most of my edu- early education. So uh, growing up in Canada, I uh, I sort of lived on the ice, um, and I lived for ice hockey. <laughs> I think I, I think my my one of my first memories uh, is of playing street hockey. In those days, we would just freeze, you know, part of the street on a dead end, and and get our skates on and go out. And I was so young that I think I, I was hardly walking at the time. Uh, but apparently when I came home, I said to my mother, I saved one. <laughs> they, the boys on the street obviously decided what to do with his body was sort of stick him in the goal. And um, But I, I was thrilled. And, and I loved that sort of robust uh, energy and... Um, uh, it's a good sort of physically aggressive game, and um, and, and maybe maybe uh, I would have been a much more violent character if I hadn't got a lot of it out in my youth. <laughs> but so it's a wonderful image of you playing street hockey and so small, and you know you're such a wonderful gentle soul, and you know, but we all have our ways of sort of <laughs> living into that. So that's great. So question number two: What was your first job? What did you like about it? What did you dislike about it? And what did you learn from it? My my first sort of full-time work uh, after university study and um, theological work and Ph.D. research was in university chaplaincy work in uh, at McMaster University in Canada. And I loved the, the combination of... Uh, looking after the liturgy in the chapel, developing a chapel community, uh, being part of a, a community that was trying to make a, a connection between our prayer and our spirituality and justice concerns. There was a big sort of refugee crisis at that stage in Canada, Central American refugees pouring into Canada when the American borders were closed for a while to them and that that was um, wonderful work and I loved this the combination between the chaplaincy work and a bit of teaching at the university that that sort of um, enabled me to to keep a foot in the academic world while um, being deeply committed to the importance of community life and prayer um, I think the, the the great frustration in chaplaincy, I suppose, that w- was that my my congregation was changing so much <laughs> every year with graduating students that 
um, I, I would have loved longer, longer term sense of community. Um, but then I, I went from that to uh, Iona Abbey, where my where my parish was changing every week. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's a that's a, a quite a contrast. Um, so speaking of Iona, you have been so uh, helped so many of us connect with. Um, all of God's creation and the good earth. Here, here's a question for you. A piece of the earth that you've yet to explore that you would really like to. Hmm. So there are so many pieces of earth that I would love to explore. The, um, I mean, first of all, the, there's one piece of earth in Scotland that I still haven't ex- explored. There's um, a mountain pass uh, running from the east side of the Cairngorm Mountains through to the west, and uh, it, it's called the Larry Grew, and uh, it, it takes a, f- a full day one way and then sort of staying in a bothy and coming back the next day sort of 10 to 12 hours each way, and um, I want to do that uh, while while my legs are still strong enough. So that's an important one. And then, uh, else, elsewhere in the world, I have um, I have seen the Himalayas from afar, from northern India. But I'd love I'd love to be hiking in the Himalayas. Yeah. So um, next question: Who was a was a leader for you, and what did you learn from them? I've been blessed with uh, meeting important teacher and leader figures in, in my life. I feel enormously blessed. Um, I suppose the, the the most significant influence on my life in terms of a teacher leader uh, was George McLeod, of, um, the founder of the modern day I own a community. Uh, George's uh, greatness, I think, is that uh, he 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 drew sort of instinctively from some of his Celtic inheritance, uh, which included the sense of the sacredness of Earth and sacredness of every human being, and he very radically ap- applied it in in action and. Uh, and uh, sort of prophetically was announcing sacredness of Earth even in advance of the ecological awareness that we're so much in, in the midst of now. So I, I think George McLeod, and, and not only his vision, but his belief that we need one another to to do the holy work of, of change and, and transformation, um, he inspired me to to know the strength of, of community. Well, I feel like I know him, obviously, vicariously through you and your teachings and stories you've shared about him, so I, I know the deep connection you have with him. All right, friend, last question. What would people who really know you say is your passion? I think the, um, the people who know, who, who know me uh, closest know... Uh, just how much delight I have in in the whole process of, of writing, um, the, the research that that precedes it, the trying out material with with groups that sort of clarifies it. I I pay close attention to 
to the light in listeners' eyes as well as to their uh, blank looks, which helped me know that I need to <laughs> rework <laughs> the material. Um, I love that whole process that leads eventually to a sort of distilling of uh, vision into written form. Um, I, I, I'm not... Um, I'm not a fast writer. It doesn't come easily, but but I love the detail of of one word at a time, uh, and and then you know being able to offer that word sometimes quite nervously, but offer the published word to to a readership, and sometimes um, get the delight of of hearing how uh, words that that have come from my my heart and my soul uh, connect connect with theirs and make a difference um, in the journey. Well, I will make the shameless pitch for you, friend. If, for those listening, if you've not read any of John Phillips' material, you'll, you'll definitely, it's worth, uh, worth reading all of his books and the prayer books. I think many of us have found, uh, particularly, um, they are daily diet. And, and, and then the beauty and then even, frankly, the simplicity of the words. So, um, thank you for that. And thanks for being willing to do this, friend. And I, um, uh, as always, look forward to our paths crossing again, hopefully soon. Well, I think it's a great idea. And um, it's a great challenge for me to try to be brief in my answers. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. All right. John Philip, be well until our paths again. Yeah, many blessings. Take care. Steve Brown. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye now.